Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is January 3rd, 2022. That's right, everyone. We made it through 2021, and we are kicking off the new year on this beautiful Monday just for you. A couple of sponsorship announcements. Indianapolis Fruit Company is now a choice sponsor, so look out for some more dynamite content produced by Indie Fruit. A couple new sponsors I'm excited about. We have London Fruit Inc. and Severin Corporation. From packaging to mangoes, we have dynamite content that is heading your way. Happy New Year, everyone. A couple announcements for January. January 19th at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, we have our virtual networking hour sponsored by Buck Naked Onions and Owyhee Produce. Next, don't forget, January 31st, 2022 through February 2nd in Hollywood, Florida, we have GOPEX, the Global Organic Produce Expo at the Seminole Hard Rock Casino. Don't forget to register for both of those events. And let's talk about our featured guest today, Juanita Gallio. Now, she is a professional that compromises, represents a variety of commodities around the world, everyone. Highly knowledgeable with retail scan data, market research, and analysis within the supply chain that drives fresh produce sales. Currently, she is working with Ag Tools, one of our sponsors, our fancy, our title sponsor to the show. She is driving data through B2B and B2C campaigns. Now, I'm excited to talk to her just as much as you're going to be excited to hear from her. So let's go ahead and welcome Juanita Gaglio to the show today. Hey, Juanita, welcome to the show today. Thank you, Patrick. Happy New Year. Happy. New Year produce people and everyone out there listening. Like I said earlier, today is January 3rd, 2022. And what's crazy is, is uh, last year, that's right, last year in January of 2021, I was preaching going, this year is going to go by so flipping fast. We are going to move at light speed, everyone. And <laughs> we're here. Juanita, we are here and I, I i'm excited that uh we're here in 2022 and i'm excited to have the first podcast of the year uh with our fancy sponsor ag tools and having you on the show juanita so again thank you for uh for coming on today oh we're excited to be here and this is uh hopefully a new year's resolution for a lot of companies is data so yeah let's, let's kick it off well, I thought you were going to say podcasting. I guess we were on two separate different goals yeah, here. Podcasting you... data. <laughs> hey, listen, as David and I say, we're making data fun again, everyone. And I hope you've enjoyed all of the episodes we produced in 2021. We're going to really get this started with a, I would say a different format, right? Juanita, we talked about this. We are going to make this format, not so much of a, an interview, but a conversation at this point, everybody. And that's what we want, right? We want a conversation to kick off the produce industry's 2022 years. So let's do this. Uh, you know, Juanita, one, I have to thank you because you shared an article with me earlier, right off the bat. Uh, we talked about what Bloomberg put out and uh, that was published, uh, I believe, uh, geez, a couple of days ago and uh, yeah, back in right. you know, way back last year. I don't know if you remember that Juanita way back, 
way back when in 2021 in December. Um, CEOs are worried <laughs> about losing their jobs in 2022. And uh, I'll let you kind of take over about this article and what they were kind of expressing in this article. Yes, with uh, I call 2021 Groundhog Day because <laughs> we kind of relived the same thing that we did through 2020 hoping that things would return to normal, but we actually have learned to transcend COVID and to live with it, to shift our, uh, our thoughts and our paradigms of how we serve the consumer. With retail shopping, uh, going contactless, curbside pickup, online shopping, that has shown it's here to stay. It's, we're not going to return to, it's a, it's a new normal now. And with that, there was a survey done by a company called Alex Partners. They surveyed 3,000 CEOs across 10 industries and found that 72% of those responding said they are seriously concerned about losing their jobs in 2022. Why? Because of the supply chain and labor challenges that are playing out simultaneously. Beyond that, 94% of those respondents stated that their corporate models need to be overhauled within three years. So they're really fast tracking, whereas many times people sit around the sidelines knowing that they have to change. It's not until something like this pandemic has upended everything and realizing it's not they don't have to wait. They have to make it happen now. It's been a complete disruption. And everyone, if you've known me and followed me for the last, you know, I would say two years almost of this podcast, and even before that with Millennial Boom, everybody, um, about millennials and boomers, you know, thriving together in life and work. You know, Juanita, you said something right off the bat that, you know, caught my ear, which is, which is people sitting on the sidelines. Um, there are a lot of baby boomers that run our organizations. And we saw the transition in 2020 with them passing that baton on to the next generation, right? When it came to things like right. omni-channel marketing, data and analytics, uh, some of the baby boomers were a little concerned. Uh, some, some, as I keep saying some, because we still have a lot of great baby boomers out there that are adapting, um, using all these technologies, data analytics. Um, but it's freaky as you know, as the, uh, the article said, and you know, a lot of these businesses, you know, people, you got to remember that the, if it ain't broke, don't fix it attitude here. Listen, that well, doesn't work all the time. Right. Juanita. Well, remember, it wasn't too long ago when uh, produce companies really didn't even have websites. They didn't really think they needed them. <laughs> Don't you get and me started I, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, every produce company has a website, uh, along with the social media, all the bells and whistles, and hiring new uh, managers to, to manage the social media. I mean, the produce industry is evolving at lightning speed. And it's really exciting to see because it has to. It's becoming so much more uh, competitive in every way. Oh, 100%. I mean, I think that the visibility of showing people where their food comes is fantastic. But these are the things. And like I said, you know, you look at these aspects of the change, right? And that's where I was kind of going with the baby boomers to the next generation mm -hmm. is we're seeing the change happen, though. So when now, and I know it stinks to say this, it's happening now versus years ago. But guess what? The future is now, everybody. So remember that when you are sitting on the sidelines years ago, thinking what to do with your company, start overhauling your company, your business in little forms and little 
fashions, okay? That's what's going to help, right? Because reading this article, you know, it says even here, CEO departures in the U.S., regardless of whether they were axed or just retired, our move to different jobs rose over 1.1% through November in the same period in 2020. And now that's according to researchers, Challenger, Gray, and Christmas. But these are clearly showing this. there were CEOs that are switching around, moving, maybe getting laid off. And now other generations or other CEOs are coming into power is what you want to call it, right, Juanita? And they're going, oh my God, they're probably pulling, they're pulling their hair out at some points going, how has this company been surviving for the last 22 years? But let's talk about the next phase of this because now as we look at, let's go back to the produce industry. If you're a company that is not transcended into the world of data and analytics, now mm -hmm. is the time, everyone. You got to start it now. Yep, you don't have much of a choice because the companies that do get on board with looking at data and a third-party data, global data, they're going to be so far ahead of the game and making this better decisions on purchasing, contracts, shipping. That's that's where it is. It used to be that we, you know, especially with um, weather patterns changing, it used to be everything was so just standard, but Things have changed and shifted so dramatically that any piece of information you can get your hands on uh, will help you to make better decisions. And that's where all about uh, ag tools is that we have uh, an incredible resource. It's I call it a one-stop shop because collecting data is not easy. It comes from many different sources. And with those sources, it could be it's sliced and diced in all different ways. So this company has taken all the, whatever form the, da the data arrives and they're able to put it in one common denominator. So it's easy to read and interpret and use as a benchmark against your own, the company's own internal, um, uh, their own figures. Many times companies think they're doing very well and it's not until they actually see what is going on at the market level that they see where there's where they're missing the opportunities or where there's room for growth. You know what happens all the time because what we do is as and again I, I do this all the time is sometimes your data analytics is other people's sales spreadsheets. So when you get their price sheets, you sometimes will compile all these numbers together and say, okay, well if I'm selling this, they're selling that. This is where you mm -hmm. average the market at. Uh, that's just the reality sometimes. And you you know you got to make time for all of this, people. A lot of things that I know that the produce industry loves to say is, oh, we don't have enough time for that. Oh, I don't have time to learn this. Okay, I'm going to say it. And you know what? I hope it stings some of you really <laughs> freaking hard right now, all of you out there. The day you stop learning is the day you, go, you grow old. Okay, everyone? The day you stop <laughs> learning is the day you grow old. So if you want to be an old man or an old lady, go do what you want. Stop learning. <laughs> but if you want to be the next, you know, I would say legend, like some of these people we see out there in the industry that are making things happen, you, you got to get involved now and make the time and change to do it. Because, you know, Juanita, I've, I've talked about this many times with Dave, David and Martha um, and, and Paola, the team. It's like sometimes you get these, you know, the buyers on the line or you get, you know, um, C-suite executives online and they don't care to even hear the data analysts. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets their data from somewhere, from this or for that. We only trust our internal systems. Yeah, And, we get that and then all of a sudden over time, right? 
when you start slowly saying, hey, if you look at this, look at the weather patterns here. Have you noticed this compared to last year? Hey, did you notice where because of this weather, your fruit is actually bricksing a little bit higher because it was 48 degrees for seven nights in a row mm -hmm. versus last year was 57 degrees. That's why that fruit is sweeter. Those are types of things where people start going, huh, interesting. Yeah, weather is playing a big part, in, a big role in data collecting. And, you know, it used to be all you needed to know was the volume. You wanted to know what is terminal FOB shipping, uh, national retail price, and, and you were good to go. But now within the Ag Tools, they've added a, I call it a sweet spot, the sweet sauce component with the weather. And the weather is, a, you're able to plug in for each commodity, the weather that is specific to that commodity to see how the commodity is performing, to kind of look at the the weather at the origin and the destination to help you plan your your supply chain and for example we had um, a study that we just did did with lettuce in the central valley california and it showed that over i think it was a three or four year period the lettuce supply was diminishing so in taking a look we matched it up with the weather to find out what's going on with the weather over three to four years during that time frame when the what the lettuce uh, was being harvested or planted and harvested, and it was showing that the each year the um, weather was was becoming progressively hot. It was really heating up each year, which was not really compatible to growing lettuce in, these, in this region. It was becoming, the production was becoming less and less. So we found that quite interesting uh, to be able to see within a four or five year period, how the weather patterns were affecting the volume, the supply of the lettuce in that region. That's fantastic. I mean, it plays a huge part. I mean, even as a grower, packer, shipper, that's kind of where I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And it was all about the weather. It was all about checking the water. You know, even as you know, my family was involved heavily in juice, it still didn't matter because again, I mean, if there's a freeze that's going to happen, you, you want to know, do you keep the water on or do you want to turn yeah. it off? Right. I mean, these are things that people don't realize can affect, even if the crop's already, you know, gone for fresh, if you keep that water running and you have icicles hanging from the groves, um, well, guess what? That's probably not going to be going to juice. It's probably going to be an insurance claim. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's two different right. factors and ready, ready, everyone. You would think that like, Oh wait, Oh, why do I care about this? All right. Very high level. If you're a consumer listening, I'm sorry. You're probably like, Oh my God, what, what kind of like, you know, talk show did I get into today? Um, <laughs> But it's more or less like you're, you're thinking about profit. You can make an insurance claim, right? Or you can learn about these things, analyze data, analyze the numbers, maybe, maybe you know, make a couple tweaks like turning off the water or turning a fan on, right? The fans, the wind machines. And that could turn a claim into in the in the green or black not red you know what i mean <laughs> that, that brings up another interesting point it's not just the agriculture companies that are looking at this data we also have bankers the banking industry and insurance companies interested because they're able to go in and take a look when you overlay the volume uh on this weather pattern you can definitely see that the years the periods were the um, weather was at an optimum for growing, the volume is much higher. 
versus you look at a year where the heat, it was, there were many more um, days with heat, high heat, you know, excessive heat. I mean, I think some places it got up to over a hundred um, that the volume, you overlay it again on the volume on the graph and the volume has definitely dropped off. So it, it, take a look at it that way too. It's insurance companies and bankers because bankers, you know, they may not want to uh, finance certain companies, agriculture companies, if they see that, well, you know, that in this area, the weather patterns are showing a consistent change for hotter temperatures now. Mm, very true. Mm-hmm. It's, it is interesting that you say that. I mean, obviously they could look at it in all different type of perspectives, but that's what it's for, right? I mean, you need to analyze the data and the analytics for your business, everyone. I mean, that's the kind of the goal, right? You're, you're going to analyze to understand external factors and then relate those back and say, okay, how can I accomplish my goals internally? How can I accomplish my KPIs, right? With all these external factors that are happening. Well, Juanita, this is a perfect time. Take a quick break, hear from our sponsors, and then get right back in talking all things data and analytics. Great. See you soon. What's even more convenient than having fresh cut apple slices ready to snack on? Having them delivered to your doorstep. Arctic apple varieties are now included in FlavorWave boxes in the Los Angeles area. Plus, subscribers can scan a special QR code for their chance to win an Arctic apple prize pack. Discover a wave of freshly picked flavor when you crunch into an Arctic golden or an Arctic granny fresh slice. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from our sponsors. And again, Happy New Year, everyone. We are here in 2022 with Ag Tools. Juanita, welcome back to the show. Thank you. This is a great show. It's a great way to kick off the new year. It is a fantastic way to kick off the new year. And if you go back to last January, the first episode of the year, do you know who you're rocking it with? Tell me. Martha Montoya of Ag Tools. That's right. We've got a tradition going, everyone. Yes. Ag Tools is uh, coming in uh, with the first episode of the year, which is great. And it's funny. I don't even have to ask sometimes. Martha's like, just sign me up, put it on the calendar, and we will figure it out. So I love it. Appreciate Ag Tools as a fancy sponsor to the podcast and a title sponsor to the Produce Industry Podcast mobile application. Check it out. You can download it on the Apple or Google Play Store. Get a lot of cool content from the produce industry. So Juanita, let's get back to talking data and analytics. 2022 is here, everyone. It's Monday, January 3rd. What about those goals, everyone? What are you doing out there? Are you setting 
goals for the new year? Are you starting, uh, you know, that new year's resolution, new year, new me. What are we doing out there? You know, what are we we doing? Right. So let's talk about that with data analytics and ag tools. I mean, what what do we see, uh, you know, in the fields or on the horizon for, uh, for 2022? Yeah, no, it's really, really exciting because we have through 2021 and into 2022. Now we have gotten even stronger and more robust with our data and intersecting both the the public and private data, which means you have the public data, which could be a government source, which we've gotten really successful in forging relationships with some of these governments to work with the direct source, the API, integrating it into the Ag Tools dashboard. And then some of the private data has come forth as well. And with that, we've been able to really get customers interested in integrating their own data with the ag tools data to better give it you know a broader meaning to their business models and making some decisions and that's what we need to do right we need to get everybody mm-hmm. making decisions at a pace where it's comfortable for them and as martha would say it's like listen the produce people have so much on their minds every day within the supply chain how can we alleviate a part of that pain, right? And, and provide mm-hmm. some services and, through data and analytics. Because again, you know, we have so much to do on a daily basis. And even if you are a high level CEO or, or VP or director in this industry, it isn't it funny, Juanita, that all of us are still taking orders somehow, some way, right? We're, we all have a customer that says, hey, you know, this is what I need you to do for me. So why not have one extra step of the supply chain in your tool belt as, you know, a tool to, to use? Yeah, because it's, we're getting to the point where we can embed the, their business processes with our data, which means their software programs. Where when you're able to integrate their software, a company software programs with ag tools, it becomes much more relevant to the customer and has uh, more of a meaning versus just going in and taking a look at the, the graphs, the charts. When you're actually able to overlay it on what you're doing, you can see, for example, what during this time frame, uh, comparing uh, shipping prices with a certain commodity, where do we fall compared to that? And it's really uh, a pleasant surprise when they overlay the data and they see, oh, well, we're actually during that time frame, we were below the market shipping prices. So we're doing pretty good. Or if you're high, you're going to go, hmm, you know, maybe we have to take a look to see why we were so much higher than the market price. So let me ask you a question. This might be a tough one and maybe it might not be able to be answered, but think about what's happening with the ports right now. And, you know, in, a, in another week or so, Martha and I are going to be together, you know, at the port of LA talking about all the issues and, you know, what's interesting is, is when you look at the data analytics and obviously the port congestion, is there any part within ag tools that talks about any of that congestion or does it show what's on the water or what could be delayed or, or is it after the fact? Just curious. Well, first of all, um, I guess um, in a joking way, I could say visual because I live right here on the beach and I can <laughs> I can see the ships. I can count. Uh, Juanita <laughs> has the telescope, everyone. She is on top of the, the, the light too. She's turning on the, the light as well. I can count them for you and then I put them in the actual dashboard. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we are, we're getting, to, that will be the next level. We're getting to that point where we're able to really track the movement of the goods, the origin, when it, you know, destination. Where we're, we're every year we're becoming so much more robust in what is going into the um, 
the dashboard. That's so, awesome. And that and that's gonna that's going to be so necessary. You really want to be able to anticipate that. Well, it's I, well, that's good. I mean, a lot of things that you see, I mean, even though if you go into the dashboard now, you can pull up even from last week, you can see what's arrived and what hasn't. Uh, but I was just curious to see, you know, I knew there were some little things coming in, coming in the horizon because, mm-hmm. it, you know, as Ag Tools is pulling from 40, 50 different sources, um, they're also growing, right, all the time and they're updating, you know, their services oh, to the industry, right? From what, from what uh, they, from where they started last year to the end of this year, as I said, the, the, data has just become so much more robust and really, you know, being able to pull directly from these API and these direct sources from different countries. It's just, it's, it's really this, this engineering team has just done a, an incredible job. It's very exciting to see because there really isn't any, any other source that I know of where you can get all of these, you know, the terminal price and the shipping price and retail, all of this in one, one area. You, if you want to find this, you have to go to a number of different sources. And even if you, you do find it, it could be so convoluted, you don't know how to read it. <laughs> so get down, uh, cleanse it and, and put it into um, a, a readable form. Well, it's so funny because if I go back to 2015 and if I talk to you about how I would send out reports to like my, you know, my weekly reports to my customers, you know, those USDA reports that would come in that show you like, impa- you know, imports per pounds and containers. I, we, mm-hmm. we would like copy that and paste it. And be like, here's the imports that are coming in. And uh, we actually felt pretty good that we were doing that. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it's so crazy how it, it's evolved so much. And, you know, again, as a, as an industry, we, we take so much time to adapt to that because I still see some of those USDA reports that go out. And then you have all these data mining companies that are out there like, oh, you know, buy our tools and you can get all the, you know, everything that comes into the port, but sometimes it, it, the data, like the raw data of it, like, oh. listen, I do not want to download a spreadsheet that takes up 40,000 cells. Yeah, exactly. Okay, everyone. <laughs> exactly. Cause that's no, what I it totally does. Agree. It, I mean, so, it does. So that, you know, that's what we're, the, we're specialized in doing. We're taking all this raw data that most people might not, they're too overwhelmed and they're just, they just throw their hands up. And we're putting it in a form that's easy, easy to read. You click on something, a graph comes up, you, you know, put the, put the, t- the range in for, for the period of time you'd like to see what was happening, you know, back to 10, 15 years. And, and it's really, it could tell a story at, at the end of the day that would help. Yeah, that, that I agree with. I mean, and you know what, that's the whole point, right? Is, is telling that story and being able to track that story within the supply chain along the way. So what else do we have coming up for 2022? I know I, I kind of asked a little flawed question there, trying to get some in, get some in <laughs> out of you. Um, but as we look towards, you know, the 2022 as a whole, people are saying that uh, it's going to be good or bad, right? Because we still have tons of supply chain issues that are out there. Some people are saying, yeah, but as soon as we start opening up to all this, you know, hospitality industries and, and boom, 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 we export more, everything's going to be good. But then, like I said, you got some people like Canada that are already saying they're looking at going on shutdown again. What can we do in 2022 to help the, you know, the produce industry here though, you know, Juanita? Oh, that's, that's a piece of cake. <laughs> um, a lot of training and education. I mean, it, it's, um, uh, data can be very mysterious and there are people that, you know, they're just afraid to work with it. So I, I think our, our goal here and our aim is, first of all, it's a really fun team to work with. Everyone is excited about it. And if we can inspire our customers as well and show them 
how it's, it's easy to use and, and how, how to solve how some of the reports that can be very relevant to their businesses. That's the exciting part. When you start to see people really appreciate what it does for them and they, they have some real good success stories from using the data, um, that's, that will make 2022. I mean, that makes, you know, whatever makes people happy in doing their business is very exciting for us. You know, you oh, want that's the key. inspiration mm-hmm. and motivation and people say, hey, you know, at first I was really terrified. I opened this up and I was so overwhelmed. But once I got the hang of it and I saw how this works, wow, it, it changed my life. <laughs> the Botox of produce. <laughs> the Botox of produce. No, I, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, or- <laughs> and positivity is the way to go. You know, people, I talked about my 2021 being so crazy. We had a uh, our last virtual networking call of the year was December 29th. And, and I told people a little bit about, you know, my story, I kind of jumped out and told a little personal about um, what I was going through and my personal life. And it was crazy because I got a couple of texts like the next day, like, Oh my gosh, I didn't know how crazy your 2021 was. You were so positive. I never would have thought. And I was like, you know, it, it's crazy because we all are a different person at home, right? We all are. Mm-hmm. We all, and I said, you know, we all get frustrated. I mean, at work, at home, I go all the above. I said, but I said, I, I do stay as positive as, as I can. Even if you were to ask my wife, my wife would be like, oh gosh, he, he stays as positive as he can until, you know, we all blow up and throw an orange against the wall. You know, you know <laughs> I don't waste oranges like that. Uh, but you know what I mean? But it's so true because, you know, even if you are looking at it and again, if you're, you know, my, my uh, sponsors in Canada, Equifruit talking about, right. You know, they can only have six people in their household. They're still mm-hmm. on, they might be going on lockdown again. You know, you know, that does affect people's business. Right. And I, but I do mm-hmm. believe we stay positive. We, we show positive growth on our, you know, social media channels. We promote good health. We promote good food. You know, this is, these aren't new year's resolutions, everybody. These are just things you should incorporate in your life, you know, and Dan, the produce man, and Juanita, you know, my, my man, Dan, the produce man, I've known Dan forever. He's great. Forever. (laughs) And, you know, Dan, Dan and I talk about it that, you know, don't do a new year's resolution. Don't say I'm going to work out. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to do all this. No, listen, um, do something like try something new. Okay. You know, in 2020 and 2021, I tried tons of new fruits. I tried uh, dragon fruit. I tried, uh, you know, four or five different types of mangoes. You know, I tried, uh, the honey glow pineapple. I tried so many different things that I realize what now new goes in my shopping basket. So when I go mm-hmm. to the store, Juanita, I'm not just like, oh, go grab that t- uh, four pound bag of oranges, go grab four apples, three z- broccolis and this. No, now I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. let's get the zucchini squash. Hey, let's get the eggplant. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. it's like we start to realize and expand. And if you do that, ready for this? I told someone, I go, if you just put lettuce on your taco every Taco Tuesday, you will have consumed five to seven more bags of lettuce than you did last year. <laughs> And that's, and that's positive, right? I mean, that's staying positive. So no matter what, right. Whether it's a consumer, whether it's your business, you know, Juanita said it, I'm saying it, stay positive, enlighten yourself, learn, educate yourself, right. Get new experiences, right. Don't grow old, everyone. Don't just go and say, Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm done. I'm just, you know, this data, this analytics isn't for me. You know, I, I'm too old to learn this kind of stuff. Or even the young kids that are 29 to 30 that says, I don't need that. No, guess what? Think of it this way too. When, uh, when you're taking a new route somewhere, what do you do? You plug in Google maps or ways. So this is, this is your Google maps or ways within 
sales and marketing and, and developing strategic plans. You need some information that's going to help you get to your destination. 100%, right? And then you want to stop along the way, right? That's where all those cool rest stops are, right? You stop along yeah. the way and you stop off at all those cool rest stops. And then you start to realize when you're on your way back, hey, I know a cool place where we can stop, right? That's what right. you do. Hey, I need some information. This is where we go. So Juanita, it's been great having you on the show today, kicking off the new year, 2022. If anybody wants to get a hold of yourself or the organization, how can they go about doing that? Yes, you can contact us uh, at our website, agtechtools.com. That'd be the best place. And um, out to me on LinkedIn, Juanita Galio, G-A-G-L-I-O. I'm on LinkedIn. And we'd be happy to take you through um, a promo tour of the dashboard. Love it. Well, Juanita, thank you so much. And everybody, let's get this new year off to a bang. Absolutely. Look forward to it. Thank you so much for the interview and having this time with you, Patrick.